So, uh, guys, again, welcome to our monthly webinar. Uh, we're going to talk about getting ready for QMSR. This is definitely the big news in our industry. In 2022, FDA proposed this rule that they're gonna, they were planning to implement to amend the current quality system regulation to harmonize with ISO 13485, which is really the gold standard in our industry, practiced across the world, even for regulatory purposes. So they announced their intention to harmonize uh, with 13485 uh, to transition to what they call QMSR, which is Quality Management System Regulation. And that was done in 2022. It took them a while. They collected some comments. Now the latest news is that uh, their, their proposal has been approved by the White House. There's a department in the White House, OMB. I was not familiar with that. So it's the Office of Information and Regulatory Affairs. They review the impact of any proposed regulation changes uh, on the overall economy or some other impacts. And they have approved this proposed rule. So I believe this is pretty much a done deal and it'll really be finalized and published as a final rule pretty soon. I still don't know the exact timeline on that, but it will be very quick, uh, certainly not months. They are running behind. They had announced that they'll be publishing it in 2023, late 2023, but they're running behind. So uh, they are going to be doing it soon. It's coming. And as risk practitioners, I think we'll have a big role to play now in the quality management system because risk is no longer considered as something other, something different than a QMS. It is going to be well integrated within a QMS and we're going to focus on that. Let's see, uh, Troy, you are asking a question here. If my company is already certified to IC13485, is there anything to watch out for? Uh, indeed, there is, Troy. Uh, the, the devil is in the detail. But if you're already 13485 certified, I think you are on the way there already. You might have to do some tweaks. Uh, we won't necessarily go into those minute details in this webinar today. But as I mentioned, this is going to be, there are going to be more. I'm going to focus on this topic throughout this year because I think it's going to be very important for us. And we can tackle some of those minor details in some future webinars. But if you are practicing 13485, I think you have a much easier job. Uh, there are a lot of details though that you have to pay attention to. So. Thank you for asking that question. Okay, so guys, I have uh, only a few slides because today my focus is going to be really highlighting some of the risk-related requirements in 13485 that will now be sort of explicitly required as part of a FDA-compliant quality management system, right? QSR was sort of uh, loose, not loose, but sort of relaxed on risk even though FDA expected risk across the board but they required by regulation only in one place and we're going to look at where now by looking at 13485 and including that as a reference into QMSR it will go across the board so the first step is to find out where 13485 asks risks to be explicitly required in the QMS that will be the focus of our discussion today Kevin you were asking a question for a startup company not pursuing international registrations right now Will the QMSR be as difficult and time-consuming as ISO 13485 initial certification? I, I think it'll be a mixed bag, Kevin, and a lot will depend upon the type of the device uh, that the firm is working with. Uh, and that's why I think getting a, big un getting a good understanding of the basic requirements is 
is good and that's why we are focusing on it in this webinar because then you can plan. Now FDA I believe is not trying to make our lives difficult. I think that their expectation about risk management being integrated across the board has always been there. But I don't believe they had the regulatory authority to sort of enforce that. And with QMSR, now they will have the regulatory authority, I believe. And that probably will be the basic difference. So if you already have a compliant QSR, uh, you may have to tweak it a little bit. Make sure that you are aware of where the gaps are and fix them. Now, having said that, FDA on paper actually is telling us that the burden is not going to be high, even on small to mid-sized manufacturers or startup companies. That's their understanding. That's their review. Uh, there'll be a one-time definitely learning investment. There could be a one-time sort of uh, procedural update investment, uh, building up the procedures and processes and practicing them. So FDA, I believe, is sort of downplaying the effect. I think there'll be some effect and the proportionality will depend upon sort of the device that um, you are working with. So very good questions and this is exactly what I'm intending to have in this uh, webinar. Uh, you need to get the most value out of this. That's my goal. I do have slides and I will go over that with you. So why don't we run through my slides and uh, in the meantime also make sure you continue to share your questions, comments here. I'll keep an eye on them and uh, discuss as much as possible. All right, so the topic today is getting ready for QMSR. It is coming. And the first part of getting ready is to understand where risk will be explicitly required as part of a QMS, because now we are going to harmonize with 13485. So that's the focus of our conversation today. We're not go going to go into clause by clause detail of the differences between QSR and 13485 that'll be a topic for future conversations okay so why qmsr and why now i think that's an important question right uh, why is it coming and why is fda interested in moving towards that direction so a couple of things are happening in our industry we know that technology is advancing rapidly right ai machine learning software is everywhere interoperability cybersecurity. we hear about all these big things it's coming Technology is going fast, and FDA is realizing that the regulatory framework has to keep up. Why? Because risk management has to be now of focus throughout the QMS. You have to have a risk-based decision-making process to accelerate this kind of product development. Also, there is a near-perfect alignment. I say near-perfect alignment because there are always some detailed differences. Near-perfect alignment between QSR the current QSR and ISO 13485-2016 revision. But the biggest momentum, I think, is because of the success with the MDSAP program. Since 2012, it has been in play, and FDA has accepted the audit reports from ISO 13485 audits in lieu of FDA inspections. So they know that 13485 works, people are getting used to it, and there's near-perfect alignment. And finally, there's a need for global harmonization. FDA, I believe, has fallen behind in their regulatory framework for medical devices, so the timing is right. But look at this quote that they share in the proposed rule that was published in the Federal Register. I will be giving a lot of references to that publication. Uh, if you have not seen it, please go download it from the Federal Register website and review it. The more flexible approach to quality 
based on risk management found within ISO 13485 will meet the needs of patients to have access to quality devices in consonance with the progress of science and technology. I think this is the fundamental driver. Technology is moving fast. People want safe and effective devices quickly to solve some of the most difficult problems that they face. And the QSR is not really equipped to do that. Why? Because the risk management is not an explicit focus. So keep that main 